I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church, and I welcome you to Episode 5 in the AIC Christian Education video series, The War on Christianity and Your Best Defense Against It. In this episode, I complete the discussion of three case studies, which began in Episode 4 with an examination of the decline of the Church in Asia Minor. If there were a perfect object lesson for the Church, especially among Western European Christians who believe that the loss of majority status, quote, can't happen here, it would be the story of the decline of the Church in Asia Minor. As I noted in Episodes 2, Episode 3, and Episode 4, Asia Minor has played a major part in the life of the Church since its birth in the first century. Asia Minor was the home of the seven churches mentioned in Revelation 2 and 3 at Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Asia Minor was also the home to two of the original five seas of Christianity, Antioch and Constantinople. The illustration is St. John commanded to write to the church at Laodicea in the 11th century illuminated manuscript, The Bamberg Apocalypse, as it was used in the AIC bookstore publication, Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation, available using the virtual bookstore link, and episodes 4 through 8 in the Bible study video series, of the same name linked from the digital library page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The seven ecumenical councils, which formulated essential Christian doctrine, including the Nicene Creed, were held in Asia Minor at Nicaea in 325 and again in 787 A.D., at Constantinople in 381, 553, and 680 A.D., and at Ephesus in 431 A.D. The remaining council at Chalcedon met in 451 A.D. near Constantinople on the European or Western side of the Straits of the Bosporus. The illustrations are top, the remains of the 4th century Constantinople-Istanbul gate in the wall of ancient Nicaea, now Iznik, Turkey, and bottom, a gate in the 4th century wall built at Constantinople by the Byzantine emperor Theodosius. The seven ecumenical councils are discussed in the AIC video series The Nicene Creed, available using links on the digital library page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. Some of the most influential theologians, clergy, and bishops of the first five or six centuries of the Church lived and worked in Asia Minor, including Gregory Nazianzen, John Chrysostom, both doctors of the Church in both the Eastern Orthodox and Roman Catholic traditions, Basil of Caesarea in Cappadocia, Ignatius of Antioch, Polycarp of Smyrna, and Gregory of Nyssa. The writings of Basil of Caesarea were introduced at the Council of Constantinople by Gregory Nazianzen and Basil's younger brother Gregory of Nyssa, 
resulting in the addition of the Equality of the Holy Spirit clause into the original Nicene Creed. The illustration is a 17th century Russian Orthodox icon of the Orthodox Church's three holy hierarchs, Basil of Caesarea, John Chrysostom, and Gregory Nazianzen at the Lippi Historical Museum in Sanok, Poland. Gregory Nazianzen is the focus of Episode 8, John Chrysostom of Episodes 9 and 10, and Basil of Caesarea of Episode 17 in the AIC Christian Education video series, The Lives of the Saints, second series, each linked from the digital library page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The decline of Christianity in Asia Minor began with the first of three pivotal events, beginning in the 11th century and concluding in the 15th century. As demonstrated in earlier slides in this episode, the armies of Islam had captured the formerly Christian-majority regions of the Holy Land in North and North Africa in the 7th through the 11th centuries. The beginning of the end of Christian majority status in Asia Minor happened outside Manzikert, or Malazgert in present-day eastern Turkey, on August 26, 1071 A.D. In the battle at Manzikert, the army of the Seljuk Turks decisively defeated the army of the Byzantine Empire. The loss of control of present-day eastern Turkey effectively cut off Constantinople from its former provinces in Asia Minor. The Byzantines were never thereafter able to reassert control of the territory. The illustration is a 15th century painting of the Battle of Manzikert in the National Library of France, also known as the Bibliothèque Nationale. The second pivotal event followed not long afterward during the Fourth Crusade, when on April 8th through the 13th in 1204 A.D., armies of the Republic of Venice in present-day northern Italy besieged and captured and ransacked the capital of the Byzantine Empire and distributed control of part of it to supporters of the Crusades. While the Byzantine Empire re- regained its control a half-century later, the loss of life and the heavy loss of national treasure severely weakened the Byzantine Empire, strengthened the rising commercial interests of the Venetian merchants under the patronage of the church at Rome, and finally weakened the Byzantine Empire as a force in opposition to the rising tide of Islam in Asia Minor and southeastern Europe. The siege and capture accelerated the split between the church at Rome and the Byzantine church at Constantinople that had begun over jurisdictional issues in the previous century. In 2004 AD, Pope John Paul II apologized to the Byzantine patriarch for the raid on Constantinople and for the long-lasting damage done to Christianity and to the Church's defenses against Islam in Europe. The illustration is a 17th-century oil-on canvas of the siege of Constantinople by Italian artist Palma the Younger in the Bibliothèque Nationale, Paris, France. 
The third and final pivotal event was the capture of Constantinople by the armies of the Ottoman Turks on the 29th of May, 1453 A.D. The conquest was aided by the refusal of the Roman Church and Western religious leaders to come to the aid of the Byzantine Empire. There is speculation that Rome believed that if its religious rival at Constantinople fell, that Christians of the Byzantine faith in southeastern Europe, now called the Balkans, would turn to Rome. The actual result was quite different, with much of the region forcibly converted from Christianity to Islam. The illustration is a mid-15th century miniature attributed to Philippe de Mazarolas depicting the fall of Constantinople from the book The Chronicles of Charles VI in the Bibliothèque Nationale de France in Paris, France. The consequences of the loss of Constantinople continued to be felt in the 21st century. Initially, hundreds of thousands of Greeks from Asia Minor, in recent times called Anatolia, were forced to leave the country. At the same time, thousands of ethnic Turks were driven out of Greece and into Turkey. Christians became second-class citizens with very restricted rights. The Eastern Orthodox Patriarchate was permitted to exist, but only under rigid control. No new churches could be established. The Hagia Sophia, once the largest Christian church in the world, was converted to a mosque. No bells could be rung and no crosses displayed, and most importantly, evangelism intended to convert Muslims to Christianity was criminalized. After the Turkish Republic was established after World War I, the self-labeled secular state destroyed many major churches and monasteries named in honor of major Christian figures, including the Basilica of St. Gregory of Nyssa at Trebizond, shown in the illustration, demolished in 1930 to make way for a civic center. Greek Orthodox seminaries were closed and parishes were, and still are, prohibited from teaching in the Greek language. Monasteries cannot celebrate many major feasts of Christianity. The discrimination continues in the 21st century. In today's Turkey and in many countries in the region, a person's religion is displayed on the national identity card. Further, conversions from Islam to Christianity are not permitted and are made at the risk of life and limb or arrest. While Turkey seeks admission to the European Union and seeks equal treatment for Muslims in Europe, the discrimination against Christians in Turkey is actually rising. In August 2008 AD, Christianity Today published a major story, The Vanishing Act of the Church in Turkey. In October 2016 AD, the Catholic World Report published a similar account, A Cradle of Early Christianity, Turkey is often unwelcoming to today's Christians. In 2020 AD, the current government of Turkey converted the Hagia Sophia and Kora Church from museums back into mosques. In 2020 AD, Christians represent less than two-tenths of one percent of the population of Turkey. 
There are several important lessons which can be learned from what has happened to the church in the Holy Land, North Africa, and Asia Minor. The most obvious is that reductions in influence have happened in the past and can happen again in the future. Major actors in the past were governments and religious authorities, and these same forces are present today. But today's threat to Christianity are coming from new actors, the huge international corporations which dominate commerce worldwide, and hugely wealthy individuals whose real purpose is to convince others to pressure schools and governing bodies to reduce Christian influence, even to the extent of removing Christian symbols from public view. In the fall of 2021 A.D., a judge in France ordered the removal of a large stone cross above a monument to Pope John Paul II. Finally, most importantly, the steady reduction in Christian influence in Europe and the United States will only end when Christians become willing to understand and defend the beliefs of the Christian faith and to stand up to the anti-religious secular world. Thank you for joining me for Episode 5. Next time, in Episode 6, I will begin a multi-episode discussion of what Christians can do to protect the faith and at the same time defend themselves against the secular world's ongoing war on Christianity. Other AIC resources mentioned in this episode and related material can be accessed on demand 24-7 from our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. You can watch this and other videos in the Bible study, Christian education, and seasonal video categories using the Bible study or digital library pages. If you prefer, you can listen to podcast versions of all our videos using the links on the podcast archives page. Podcast homilies, based on readings from the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, are linked from the podcast homilies page. Or you can acquire and read any AIC bookstore publication using the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the home page. The link takes you to my Amazon Author Central page. Nearly all our books are available in both paperback and Kindle editions. The dedicated link is https colon slash slash www.amazon.com right slash author right slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. 100% of all book royalties are contributed to the AIC. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.